the best thing about getting your first sale in is that it means that you can get your next sales more easily. Often when you put out a new product, it's so scary because how are you going to get that first sale? But I always say the first sale is the hardest and from there we can go and attract new people. But what about if you don't have testimonials yet? How can you use existing clients to attract new clients? In this episode, which is a sneak peek from my launch gamebook, I'm going to teach you how to use a sales reference effect to get more customers for your business. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Fast Forward with Amy show, the show where we lift your life and business with simple strategies. I'm Fast Forward with Amy, your host and coach, and I'll bring you a new episode every Tuesday. When we want to increase social proof during a launch or during sales, because we want to supercharge our sales results, what we can't not talk about is the sales reference effect. This is something I kind of learned about throughout my launches and I discovered that there's this one tiny thing that can help you get a lot more clients and it isn't even that time consuming. And that is called the sales reference effect. So the goal of this chapter is that I'm going to teach you how you can leverage your existing customer base to attract new customers. And my existing customer base, I'm especially talking about people who are currently in the process of buying from you to urge other people towards action. So what is a sales reference effect? Well, this is all about people attract people. When you see a lot of people are eating in a certain restaurant, you're going to go there. A couple of weeks ago, Um, I heard that there was this new movie playing in Antwerp and I was like, well, okay, I wasn't interested. The movie was called Zillion. And then all of a sudden my friends posted in WhatsApp about going to that movie. And then I was driving by the movie theater and I saw rows and rows of people, you know, coming from that movie and going to the after party of that movie. And I was like, whoa, what is this? And then my boyfriend asked me, do you want to go to that movie? And I was like, yes. (laughs) Like, if everyone thinks this is such a great movie, I have to see it. Also, because I like to be on top of trends, because there's a lot I can do with that for my socials and, you know, sales strategy, marketing strategy. But also because I was like, there must be something here if so many people are interested. Although I've never really, you know, I've always been that person who's like, oh, if everyone is reading a book, I kind of almost don't want to read it because everyone is reading it. But I can't ignore the fact that, you know, people do attract people. I have this friend of mine who posts about her launches and then she's like, oh, this is the last time I'm hosting this course. And so many people have gone before you. And I'm like, I can't not know what's in here. And if everyone has bought already, and if someone who is kind of in the same business as I am, but is a bit further along than I am, has bought this, I should buy it. Long story short, people attract people. You go to the restaurant where a lot of people go to. You buy from the store. People like to buy from. People buy where people buy. So how do you use this throughout your launches? There's a couple of things that I recommend you do. The first thing is a very easy one and I need you to remember this. Even when you feel like you're not getting that many sales, I'm still going to urge you to do this. So the mistake a lot of people make is they don't use the external reference effect uh, or the sales reference effect is what I should say actually uh, because they feel like they haven't gotten enough sales. But it's because you post about the sales you've already gotten that you will get more sales. So whenever someone buys from me, I post about it. Anytime I post, for example, with a post-it about, you know, celebrating the person who signed up, someone else who's on the verge of signing up is like, oh, Oh, right. This is a reminder. I should go and sign up. And anytime I do that, it's also a little bit of a trigger for them to be like, oh, another person bought, another person bought. 
Why haven't I bought yet? So I celebrate signups to provide a good aftercare for people who've just, you know, bought and to give them the feeling like it's not just because you've just handed over your money that I stop looking at you. I celebrate them signing up. I do this in a webinar by saying, hello, Julie, congratulations for investing in yourself. I'm not like, yay, 2000 euros more in my bank account. No, <laughs> I'm like, Julie, congratulations for taking this big leap. I know this is scary. I promise to not disappoint you. Someone else on the webinar will hear it and be like, oh, she's really nice to her clients and she really, you know, looks at the human side. And then marketing wise, I'll be like, oh, another posted, Julie, congratulations on my stories, which gives other people the feeling like, oh, I want to be celebrated and I want to be on that wall. Uh, but let's say you don't work with a post-it wall. Uh, you can also show the behind the scenes of packaging orders, for example. Let's say you have physical products. You can really show people like, hey, I'm packaging this order for person Y from that town. Maybe even have permission to show their name. This is really popular on TikTok, by the way, to really package orders for specific people. It's gaining a lot of traction online, especially, you know, kids look at it and they're like, I want to see you pack my order. Um, if I would be selling mugs in real time and have my own mug um, packaging room, I think it would work really well. I'm like, this mug is for that person. Here you go. I'm shipping it to you. If you would look at those stories, you'd be like, oh, I want that too. Stories, reels, doesn't matter. Um, at the same time, you can also create the sales reference effect by resharing stuff that your clients have made. So maybe a client or a customer has made an unboxing video, you share that. Um, I saw someone do this yesterday. A lot of people, for example, they will share stuff to their stories, but they will never think about actually creating a video from that. So let's say you're a photographer, someone made a reel about that photo shoot. They had a really great time. Why not really put that up in a highlight on your profile or put that up as a video because it's about the experience your customer had. Sharing your customers' experiences. Um, I know, for example, that my story views will go down when I share stories about other people being on my calls and seeing a lot of faces in Zoom, but I will still try to share this because I want to keep it in a highlight to really show people like, hello, you can trust me, see how many people have already bought from me. But on top of that, it's nice for my clients that I reshare them. And at the time being, when it's in my stories, a lot of people, a lot of people can see like, oh, shit, a lot of people have bought from her. Maybe I should buy from her too. And why aren't I in those calls? At the same time, I look at that, for example, as it being a reminder for clients who haven't showed up to calls live in a while. So me just sharing a single story that someone else has made has a lot of strategy behind it. Same goes for um, sharing, you know, uh, a time lapse of the way you were working. I'll do this with my team. I'll time lapse myself and my team working or just myself working. And people make a conclusion about that. I don't always know what it is, but people just love having this glimpse behind the scenes. For me, showing a video of me with my clients, be that in Zoom or in real life, Shows people like other people have bought. This is safe for me to buy from you as well. Um, me working shows people that I am hardworking. And when they buy from me, they're going to be learning from me because apparently I work hard and they can trust me. Me with my team uh, gives people the vibe that I really have my shit together because apparently I can pay for a full-time team of seven people or more. Uh, I have my shit together business-wise, personally, not always. No one has all of their shit together. I was thinking about that a while back. Would be boring if everyone had their shit together or if we had nothing left to learn, you know? That would be a very boring life. Um, but maybe we were thinking, Amy, I don't have things to package or I don't have um, people signing up for something because you're, I don't know, a divorce lawyer. 
yeah, in that case, you're not going to snap a happy selfie with the person you're helping to get divorced. Uh, you're not going to post on the wall, but you are going to create a story about it and you are going to be working on the case. So in that case, I would make a time lapse of yourself working on something and then posting about that case and writing on top of that video and be like, this is the case I'm working on. This is why I care so much. And this person was so happy when I did this and that. This is also a way of kind of creating something that's in between a testimonial or a review, a case, a sales reference effect, you are just creating social proof of the fact that you know your shit and you are trustworthy to buy from. If you have the option to take selfies with clients, please do it. I go nuts when I see how many people have a physical business and my physical business, I mean a hairdresser, like a salon or a physical store and how little they use the real life contact they have with their clients. I almost never see my clients. When I do see them, you'll, I'll have a videographer with me as you can see here on this photo. But when you do see your clients in real life, take a selfie with them. It's, it should like it shouldn't bother them that you're doing it, still ask it as a question, but why not make more videos as you're working with them? Most of your clients will think it's an honor and you'll have some clients who love it, some clients who won't, but let's say you are a personal trainer. Why aren't you taking a happy sweat selfie after every workout? Your clients would love to be featured. When you post that, they are going to post it to their accounts. Their friends are going to be like, oh, where was that when you, where you were working out? Do that all of the time. And even in your store, you could even just go live. Let's say you have a bakery. You can just go live from the bakery, just packaging orders. You know how many people work from home and are lonely and would just turn on the live stream of just your store in action? Um, I've contemplated creating a live or just hosting one live from the office as like a co-work with me, um, just an hour of not doing anything, just the behind the scenes. If anything, all of what this does is it, it makes you stay top of mind. It, it makes sure that people always remember who you are. Like I'm currently live streaming me recording this chapter. Um, I'm not looking into the camera of my live stream. I don't know if people are asking me questions, but I gave this video a title. I'm live streaming it on Instagram and people will be reminded about the fact that I know my shit when I'm talking about sales and that I keep showing up. The fact that I keep showing up is a reminder to people that I am trustworthy to buy from. And remember, we need trust for people to take action. So I saw one of my clients and friends, Bowie, actually post about this. Uh, literally, literally, she did this today. I screenshotted it. You saw, I just screenshotted this before recording the video. And she was thinking of the fact of like, hey, how can I make the external reference effect or the sales reference effect without using a post-it wall? Because she's very creative. So she found her own way to do this. She bought a bunch of Lego dolls. Uh, she's in this course as well, by the way. And she turned everyone of her program she said everyone in the program can choose a Lego doll. So now there are only a few left. And I'm not saying people buy it because of the Lego dolls, but it's one of the big reasons why people are, people take faster action. And that's kind of how you should look at sales and sales strategy. Your strategy needs to be solid because otherwise people aren't going to spend any money on you. But your tactics should enable people to buy from you faster. So strategies, why it's good, getting the right fit of people, the right message, but your tactics are just supposed to help people take faster action. The sales reference effect is a thing where you help people take faster action. And what she did then is she filmed 
uh, her going to her profile and bio and removing that there were four spots left and adding that there were three spots left, which really gives you that feeling like, oh, I should go and find my card or I should send her a text. Like, is there any, is there a spot left for me, right? I hope, um, definitely go and check out how she's doing it. She's launching high tier programs, which is really nice to see. She's doing it fully in her own way. And that's also something I want to remind you of these are things that I do but you don't need to do it this way you just always need to go back to the principles here people attract people how can you show people that people buy from you because if you have a store or if you are a coach you'll see that you have a ton of clients but people need to see something in order to believe it so if I would post a video of me saying hey I I saw my team all day today okay but if I would write that on top of a video of me working with my team and do a voiceover, my visual would be aligned with what I'm saying. And that's kind of what you want to do. When you post, I got six more sales today, people won't really believe you. But when you post that with six faces of those people, people will believe you. So my question to you is, how will you use a sales reference effect to increase your sales? I want you to choose which external referencing format you will use. That could be as easy as the post-it wall. And I want you to to define your ideal flow for your chosen format. I will say what this is for me. For me, this is I will always make a post-it wall. And at the end of the day, rain or shine, dark or not dark, makeup or no makeup, I will add the post-its to the wall of the people who bought and post one story slide in my stories. Congrats. Mm, 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 mm. Welcome to my program. And that will often just be enough trigger for people to be like, oh yeah, of course, I still need to click on that email and buy the program from Amy, given that the strategy of the launch was already good, right? Uh, For Bowie, my friend here, it was the dolls. Anytime she gets a new sale, she'll be like, oh, spot has gone. Boom, this person chose that doll. Which doll do you want? There's only that many dolls left. Uh, And for me, I think the best tip I can give you is just do it anytime someone buys or at least daily. Um, for example, what I did in my launch gamebook launch is I actually posted a sales update every day of just my, my Excel sheet, which gave double value. It showed people that I know my shit in terms of literally the content of my course, but also the external, the sales reference effect that people kept on buying from me. And my ideal flow was every morning I would just film my slides with a voiceover, just add subtitles and post it rain or shine, ugly or not ugly. You know, the video didn't have to be perfect. I just needed to post it. But really choose which format you're going to use and define your ideal flow. Um, And to recap, show other people who buy from you in a visual way to ensure others take action and buy from you too. Because satisfied customers are the best type of marketing you can't pay for. And that is it for today. This was my two cents about the sales reference effect and how you can use it. And you know, I like using it every day, all day. I just use it a ton during my launch. So if you're currently thinking, "Mm, Amy, I will give this a try, but you know, there's a ton of other stuff I'm struggling with, with my sales processes. I have a little gift for you because throughout the years I've learned there are a ton of mistakes you can make when you are selling and you might be missing some really obvious things. So I've made a checklist for you that you can use to discover if maybe you have a few quick fixes that you can make to increase your sales. And you can go and grab it for free through fastforwardsamy.com forward slash selling checklist. Or you can just click the link in the description. Have a happy day and see you next Tuesday.